Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, I have a very special guest, and she is a friend of mine. Her name is Naomi Kong, and she is a content creator and personal coach. And I cannot wait for y'all to hear about the topic that we're going to be talking about today, because we're going to dive deep into how to stay consistent and motivated in your weight loss health journey. And so, If you are not following Naomi Kong, I'm going to leave her links in the show notes below. But literally her and I have been in our fitness journey for a really long time. And so we're just going to have this conversation and help you really see the long term vision of your journey. And so welcome, Naomi. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yes, of course. I'm so excited to be here too, Sam. And I just want to throw in there too that I I feel like Sam and I, we, I feel like we started social media at around the same time. Yeah. And we were like very fitness focused. And so I think it's really special, like the kind of relationship that we have because we met each other through social media on Instagram. And then from there, we both have like taken our social media platforms and turned them into a business. And so I just think that like our growth, you know, as like individuals and also like together has just like been amazing. And I feel like it's a very unique and special kind of relationship that we have. And so I really appreciate that too. Yeah, she's freaking amazing, y'all. Like, it's so funny how like social media friends can be your in-person friends too. So (laughs) I'm just like super excited because I really love the work that you do. And like anytime people are like, give me some workout videos. I'm like, just go to Naomi's Khan's channel. Like she got all the things for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So can you just introduce yourself to the people? Yeah, of course. So my name is Naomi, um, but most of my friends and family call me Omi. So one of the others is perfectly fine. I am a personal trainer and content creator. I've been on like my own personal fitness journey for about six or seven years now. And I've probably been creating content for about the same amount of time too, because I started creating content shortly after I started my fitness journey. Um, But my content has always been centered around simplifying fitness and making it so that the everyday person who has no idea you know what working out or exercising looks like who has no athletic background like like i used to be you know that person can come to my platforms and just understand fitness and have a good grasp of fitness so that they can walk into the gym comfortably and confidently knowing exactly what to do and just um just be very empowered at the gym and so that's what all my platforms focus around and ever from the very beginning and and since then i've just continued to create more content that revolves around that that's so awesome. You know what I was thinking when you said that? Like, I didn't come from an athletic background, too. And so yeah. I think it's so interesting that we're both like in fitness. But <laughs> I do want to hear. So one of the things that because you said you've been in your journey for six to seven years. I'm curious what got you started and what has kept you going this entire time? Because I feel like what the reason why I started and what I'm doing now, like consistently the why behind it has changed over time. And so I want to know like what that is for you. 
So initially when I started, um, like what we were just saying earlier, like I'm not someone who is just naturally, I like have very bad hand-eye coordination, et cetera. I didn't grow up playing sports. I played violin and I read books kind of a thing. Um, and so when I started, it was because my boyfriend at the time, who's not my husband, went to the gym. And so that's how I got started. But it actually took me a good, I would say two or three years to really get into fitness. Um, and at that stage of point, and when we were dating, you know, we were still being nice to each other. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to go, but he's like, he's paying for my membership. So whatever, I'll just go kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and so it just really wasn't serious about it at all. And I think a big reason why I wasn't serious about it was because just growing up and probably, you know, having a lot to do with just being growing up in an Asian household, you know, I was just a perfectionist. I hated making mistakes and failing, you know, and I just didn't know, I think how to cope with and deal with those feelings of like, like I didn't do perfect or I didn't, you know, get an A or was in first place. Um, and so going to the gym really pushed me outside of my comfort zone. So I think as I slowly, as I challenged myself at the gym and I realized like, wow, I can actually do these things, you know, and these things that I thought were so hard or these weights that were so heavy for me before, it's easy for me now. And so as I grew at the gym, I didn't realize it, but I was growing mentally and emotionally as well, as well as physically. And so I think from the very beginning, that's what made me fall in love with fitness is that mental and emotional growth. And when I really started to challenge myself at the gym, that's when I began to really uh, level up and evolve and grow in my personal life. And then that rolled over to my career as well. And then again, why I started doing social media and, and why I was able to like transition that into business as well. But yeah, so I feel like that's how it all started was just me being really challenged to step outside my comfort zone to be in a place where it was like, Omi, you really have to start from ground zero from the bottom up, you're not going to be good, you're not gonna be perfect. And into this day, you know, and I feel like that's been everything that I've learned from fitness in the beginning has been everything that I needed to learn to start a business too. Um, maybe we can talk about that later. But but yeah, yeah. so I feel what made me fall in love with fitness. It was what I needed to be really humbled and be put in a place of, um, of just pure growth, I feel like. But, but yeah, so that's what um, really like helped me start my fitness journey and stick with it. And I feel like that's what continues to help me stay uh, consistent with the now, you know, because I really learned that, you know, I'm never going to be the best at anything or everything, you know, um, and but going to the gym, you know, and having that mindset, it grounds me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That's super amazing that you brought that up because I also grew up in a very similar household where I felt like I always needed to be perfect too and like always get straight A's, right? And I felt like the gym was where I just allowed myself to be messy with it. I feel like you give a lot yourself a lot of grace when you're a beginner. You're just like, whatever, like I'm just going to go in there, just do whatever and see what happens. You, you don't really have expectation. Right. But I'm I'm glad that you brought up the perfectionism piece of it because I think the the most challenging thing that I hear a lot when I work with my clients or just think when I talk to people about their weight loss journey is them wanting this journey to be like perfect. They're like, I just want to make sure that when I go to the gym, if I tell myself that I'm going to go at this many amount of times, like I, it has to be like that every single week and everything I eat has to be perfect. Like I can't have one bad meal. Right. 
And I think like we can easily bring perfectionism into this journey. And so for you, like, how did you overcome perfectionism in your fitness journey? I mean, I have my own tips about it too, but I'm curious about like how you went about it growing up in that kind of environment. Yeah, I think it was just, uh, it came to a point where I really realized that if I wanted to grow in my fitness journey, I was, I was going to have to really let go of all of that, like those habits of like, you know, um, needing to be perfect that I had learned growing up. And then also like, if I'm not able to do that with my fitness journey, I'm not going to be able to do that in life. And that's really going to limit how far I can go. I feel like one of my favorite quotes is if you're not willing to fail, you're not ready to, to succeed. Oh, um, so good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. And so I think when it came to my fitness journey, yeah, you know, you get to a point where like you, as a beginner, like there's a certain point where you kind of excel pretty like quickly in the beginning. But then after that, you really have to continue to challenge yourself if you want to grow. Um, but then in order to do that, you have to, Again, just really humble yourself and start at the very bottom and and to unlearn everything that you think that you know about fitness. Um, and so oh my I think God, for, yeah. yeah, that's where it came from is just realizing that, oh my gosh, I'm not going to continue to progress and grow if I can't mentally get over that barrier. Oh, that's so good because that is so true where it's like, when you were just talking, the thing that came to my mind is you saw fitness more than just like working out. Like you were like, if I can get this down, then that means I can get like other things down, <laughs> you know, like your business, your right. career and like the path that you want to go. And I think like that shows how much of a long term vision you had with fitness versus just being like, OK, it's about like calories and working out 24 seven. You were like, I saw this as a big change. That's more than just fitness and I think like I would even add to that too like what got me out of my perfectionism mindset was realizing like of course this is all new to me and so I'm not gonna like know how to do things right the the first time and that gave me a lot of grace to just like try a bunch of things out like try different food recipes and see if I like to eat certain things or if I didn't like to eat it then I'm like okay I guess I wasted time buying these new ingredients at the grocery store that I'm just going to eventually throw away because I'm not going to use them again. But I think like at the beginning of your journey, you have to see the impact of what it's going to create for you, like what you're saying, like seeing how it's going to um, help you get out of your shell and your comfort zone. And if you could do that with fitness, you could do that with your career. And then also on top of that, it's remembering that like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like it's fine if you're starting at a different stage than someone else. And I think that's something that everyone needs to hear because I don't know about you, but at the beginning I was like, man, I wish I could just like live fast like these people. And <laughs> like, I wish I could just like go heavy. And um, I literally wanted to to um, squat 135 so badly when I first started because, you know, it looks so cool when you have those big plates on the big bar. <laughs> but it took time to get there. Yeah. And like, it's like you have to have resilience because if y'all don't know, when you first start strength training, you get like the newbie gains and you get like all of these like strength uh, PRs and you're lifting really heavy and you're 
basically just like your body's responding so fastly to like the habits and then eventually yep. over time you're kind of in this maintenance and like that mm-hmm. really takes commitment and dedication to like keep going when you don't see progress as fast as you did the first time so I'm just curious for you like was there anything that has motivated you up to this point to be this consistent because I know you know once we got the newbie gains we're like okay like now it's not going to be as fast as the first time. So we got to figure out how we're going to stay committed. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think going just back to the kind of like what I've been like alluding to is just um, when I really realized like how much fitness had impacted my life and how much I had grown as an individual and then how that helped me grow in all the other areas of my life, you know? And I found that when I'm consistent with my fitness journey, everything else is consistent. But when I'm not, if I fall off the wagon, you know, with the fitness journey, well, everything else is out the window too. That <laughs> yeah. really helps me think around it. And especially now, like my, I, cause it's my full-time job now is in my business is doing fitness. And so if I stop doing that, you know, like I can say goodbye to my paychecks, <laughs> yeah, house, my, my car, everything. And so I mean, that that's a little bit of a motivation too, but not quite as much as like all the other stuff as well. Um, and so and I'm still in a place right now where I really want to expand and grow too. And so I know that if I'm not consistent with my fitness journey, we you know where I stay grounded. Um, then that's really then all the other errors in my life are going to kind of be thrown thrown off track as well. Yeah. So what would what advice would you give for someone who's like always feeling unmotivated um I would say it's hard because everyone is a little bit different mm-hmm. um I feel like you and I we both know that it's going to come down to those intrinsic motivators yes um, yes yeah um but I would say just start with doing stuff that you enjoy doing um that or ex- experiment first and then find something that you enjoy doing and when it comes to fitness i mean you and i were more so at the gym lifting weights and stuff but experiment you know whether that's dancing swimming skiing rollerblading whatever there's so many ways to move your body and so many ways other than what you see on social media then just uh, strength training at weightlifting etc so experiment Find something that you enjoy doing. Um, I think feel like that's gonna help. Uh, when you find something that you enjoy doing, that of course is gonna help you stick to it. Um, but don't get so stuck in this mindset of this is there's only one way to do it, and this is the way to do it, and then force yourself to do it that way when you don't enjoy it. Um, and so I feel like that's a really big key thing. First, is not sticking yourself in a box and allowing yourself to um, play around with fitness Um, because fitness regardless of what stage or chapter you're in should always be fun and enjoyable but yeah other than that you know if you have like a specific goal I feel like you really have to remind yourself and give yourself tough love I'm a really big tough love person (laughs) Um, I feel like when I first started on social media I was like hardcore like tough love but I really softened up over the years um I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and read some of my old posts on social media I'm like oh my god you're like, definitely I'm, a tough love person I, I remember your so posts <laughs> yeah but no, I'm so glad that I like lighten things up a bit and um but but anyways but yeah and so but you know tough love here and there is good it keeps your con- you accountable and you know you have to remind yourself that you know no one else is going to do this for you and if you and if in one year you want to lose 15 pounds or gain you know whatever muscle um etc your actions that you make today the decisions you make today will 
feed into that directly. So whether you decide to not work out, to not stay in track with your nutrition, not that you always have to be perfect, you don't. But again, you know, continuously making decisions and actions that are going to directly um, feel the results that you want. Um, and so those things don't happen over time. It's every single day, you know, those little decisions you make every single day are going to directly impact your success. And so uh, just keeping yourself accountable in that way too, I feel like is a good way to stay motivated. Yeah. Well, that I love that. And when you were talking about motivation too, one thing that came up for me is motivation looks different every day. Like I've found mm-hmm. that for myself. And I think like a lot of times we have this perception of like motivation is supposed to be like at the same level every day where we're like always excited to work out, always excited to like eat healthy. Right. But it's like, maybe today you're motivated to go walking instead of going to the gym. Maybe tomorrow you might feel motivated to go swimming instead of like running. And like, I think that is okay too, because you're creating flexibility within your fitness plan. And I think because social media i mean i don't know about you but my algorithm is always strength training and i'm like where is all the running people so maybe i need to look at more running stuff but it's like depending on what you're following you might think that like there's only one way to work out in order to get to your goals but you also have to remember like maybe someone might really love strength training but you might not and like that's okay as well that doesn't mean that you need to do it their way you gotta like keep your eyes on your path. And I also want to add to what has helped me stay motivated is realizing that like, I I am really just doing this for myself. I think like when you think about your goals, and if your goals involve other people, like, oh, I want to look, I want to look good for my husband, or, you know, my mom is telling me to lose weight, or like people are telling me that I've gained weight, or like, people are saying I'm too skinny, I need to gain more muscle. Like if you are setting like, fitness goals based off of like what other people are telling you how your body should look like like that never motivates you like that never like helped me stay consistent and so it's always going back to like holding yourself accountable of what is it that you really want for yourself and your body and your health five ten years from now and like if you are the one that wants that for yourself then the motivation to actually do the work is not as hard as a lot of people think if the desire truly came from you Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I want to add to that too, that I'm a quotes person. So there, I, another quote popped up into my head. I don't know who it's by or who said it, but it's um, um, if you rely on people or if you allow people to build you up, they also have that same power to tear you down. Oh, and so yeah. again, making sure that, you know, whatever you do in life, whether that's a fitness journey or your career, making sure that those things or goals are for you and you're doing them for, for yourself because doing it for other people will only take you so far. Yeah. And that's like, like people always say it's really cliche of know your why, but Uh it's so true. Like if you don't know why you're doing this journey, then of course you're not going to feel motivated. (laughs) But I also will say that like the moment you stop treating your weight loss health journey as a season two, it actually changes everything. So like when I decided not to like diet anymore and like 
I decided like, I'm just going to like make this a lifestyle. Like every decision that I make was towards that outcome. And so it's kind of going back to what you were saying. It's like, uh-huh. where do you see yourself in, and are your daily decisions leading up to that? And if it's not like, how do you keep yourself accountable? Which brings me to this question. Like, did you have anybody that held you accountable when you first started? Or did you just, did you held yourself accountable? Like, I'm curious about like how you were able to do that. Yeah. Um, so like I had mentioned earlier, um, uh, my husband and I, I, cause I feel like I didn't really actually start to commit to my fitness journey seriously until after, um, I, we had gotten married. And so I feel like when, uh, but yeah, so I feel like my husband was always there to help keep me accountable too. And you know, it's funny cause I don't know how you and your, you and Anya are, but yeah. with us, we're like, people are like, Oh, it's like, it's so cool. You guys work out together. Then you guys can like keep each other accountable. But then for us, we're just like, literally like sometimes we do, but like, I feel like half the time it's like, Oh babe, I'm not really feeling like going to the gym today. And then he's like, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we were much more rigid and strict in the beginning than we are now. And so I feel like he definitely helped keep me accountable. And he was the one who beginning he showed me how to do everything at the gym and actually because of how he taught me how to do things at the gym that's why I started to do social media as well because he did not know how to teach me so it was like I just (laughs) wish that someone could teach me the way I wanted to be taught and that's how I created my first couple YouTube videos anyways besides the point Uh, but yeah but he did teach me a lot and he did I um, feel like keep me accountable and whatnot but yeah, but at the same time, I feel like I was in a place too where I was just like, I don't know, Sam, if you ever felt like you're just like always like constantly running and on the go. But at that time, I was, you know, in school full time. I was working behind a chair part time. I was, you know, doing social media full time. And then um, I just felt like I was in a place where like I was just always running on the go. And that also helped yeah. me like just so you know because if I wasn't on schedule if I wasn't like very strict with my time you know then um then like my whole world would just fall apart kind of a thing yeah, so I, helped, yeah. I felt like that helped keep me accountable too um but yeah oh, so I sorry. love that no I love that because you basically brought up like what kept you accountable is having a routine oh yeah and, like just yeah. having <laughs> yeah like just having like a routine and just being like knowing what I'm gonna do tomorrow if tomorrow comes and deciding ahead of time if I'm going to do my workout if or if that workout is going to be in a different day which goes back to like the basics right of like if you want to know how to keep yourself accountable of working out you need to first set the dates of when you're going to work out and then if you don't go and do it then that's how you hold yourself accountable and if you're not going to do it that day then you can move it but it's like you first have to like set that like baseline first before you like uh-huh. do that. But I could totally relate to you with the husband thing because when I started my journey, like I'm, I always joke around people. I'm like, if if I waited for my husband to work out, I would not be working out this long. Like I, I like I wouldn't probably even gotten started, right? Yeah. And so I think it's like interesting to see how you and your husband have like basically started together. And then like, I started a little bit on my own and then I kind of had my husband help me at the time, but then he was like on and off of his journey. And so I had to like, just hold myself accountable. And the way I did that was actually a routine. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I just needed to have a plan. And I think a lot of people overthink when they don't have a plan. They're just like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to eat or I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm going to work out. And so 
I'm just not going to do anything. It's kind of like that fucking mentality. <laughs> yes, like, yes. like, fuck it. Like, I'm not, I don't even know what I'm going to do. So I'm not going to try to think <laughs> about it. <laughs> and so I think like having a routine is so important, like knowing what days your workouts are going to be. And then just deciding like, what are you going to have for dinner? It could just be for dinner. You don't have to think too much about like breakfast and lunch. Right. But if it helps you to just have some structure in place, that has what has helped me hold myself accountable was having structure. Cause when life is really busy, you do not want another like open loop up in the air of like, when are you going to work out and what are you going to eat? Cause like, that's the last thing you want to think about when things get really stressful. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So for you, I'm curious. Cause I actually was thinking about this question when I was like sending it over to you, what would you do differently if you had to restart your journey again? Like I have so many thoughts about this, but I'm curious about like, yeah. what would you do? You know? I feel like I for sure one would give myself more credit for how much work I was putting into the gym and the progress I was making because I feel like even beyond the beginner like the like the noob gains in the beginning I when I look back I was like girl like you were looking real good okay (laughs) and but then you know like you don't see that in the moment and I feel like I was just making so much progress doing so well I was so committed and just the old me was just straight killing it um and so I think I would just give myself more credit for sure and just like you know and just uh, recognize how, how how hard I was working and just like be able to take a step back and like see myself like through another person's eyes or myself through my eyes now and be like wow like you look not that I don't know but it's like like you look amazing like you're putting in the work and you're doing so well um but I because I feel like back then I just I almost felt like I was was never I could never like work hard enough you know mm-hmm. and or like no matter how hard I was working I just wasn't seeing the results I wanted but when I look yeah. back now I was like oh I was definitely getting there but I just couldn't see it yeah, yeah. You know what's so interesting? Back then when I used to follow you, like way beginning before, I think it was, um, well, that was when you were kind of dabbling into fitness, but not like fully yet. And -hmm. I just remember like, because we were following each other, but then it was so interesting. Like I actually saw your journey. I'm like, this girl (laughs) is making gains out here. Like when you were doing like, um, you know, like just reverse dieting or just like the other strength training where you were lifting heavier. Like I definitely saw progress there. Yeah, And I think like even if you compare your pictures, like you definitely saw a difference if you go back and look at it. So I think it's so yeah. interesting that you said you would give yourself credit because I would say that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know I cry a little bit for her, but it's OK. Um, but I mean, I feel like I've been able to take a step back now and like be nicer, kinder to myself now and give myself more credit now, um, even though I'm not working as hard as I used to. But but yeah, so for me, that's what it would be. That's so good. But that is like what everybody needs to hear, though, because you can be really tough on yourself at the beginning of your journey. And like basically you saying that is you got to celebrate all of the progress that you make, even if you don't see it physically, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's why I always be talking shit to people. I'm like, if you don't want to take progress (laughs) pictures, I don't want to hear you saying you don't have progress because like you're going to look back a year or two from now. You can be like, holy shit, like I did create so much progress like why did I think that when I was in the journey I didn't see anything (laughs) yeah yep for sure 
But yeah, and it's, you know, it's crazy because I feel like, you know, you also have to look through someone else's eyes. Um, and I always say, like, to my my friends and the family, like, you know, you have to give yourself the same advice or that you would give to other people in your same position. Because mm-hmm. my clients, like, they'll send me progress pictures and then they'll be like, I don't see a difference. But I can take one and this one and be like, they're not even the same, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, and so for sure, like, you know, I feel like like all of us are hard on ourselves. So just being able to take that step back and giving ourselves the same credit that we would give to other people. For sure. I think one thing that I would do um, differently if I start over my journey is number one, I will always go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that was when I started my journey, there was just a lot of noise. There was a lot of like, do this way because this way is better. Um, take supplements. This is good for you. And there was just a lot of like extra shit, right? Like do this weird ass exercise because it targets this part. And there was just like a lot of like variety of things. And yeah. when I think about myself back then, I was like, I kind of had like uh, shiny object syndrome where I'm like, oh, <laughs> that I want to try that. I want to try this. I want to try that. And so I would actually tell myself, like, just focus on the basic, like just do dumbbell work, just do barbell work, just like focus on the the basic compound, the squats, the deadlifts, the hip thrusts. You don't need to do like these fancy thing in the Smith machines, you know, and I would tell myself, like, (laughs) just work on your core and like be okay, like working on your heart health as much as your muscle health. I think that was very important back then. So that would be my advice for like fitness, like from a workout perspective. Yeah. But I think from like a nutrition perspective, I would have told myself like one bad meal is not going to like do it for you. Like it's okay. Like you can have what you want to eat and like you'll be okay. Like I think I made it such a big deal every single time I didn't like eat perfectly. And I think back then it was uh, that was when I was really hard on myself. And so I would just be like, you know, one one bad meal even one bad day and one bad week is not going to like kill your entire progress right Mm -hmm. yeah and i think people just need to hear that because it's like i like to say you gotta look at your journey from like a bird's eye view instead of like being so focused on like today like zooming in on exactly what's happening today like look at it from afar and be like okay if i'm not gonna worry about what happened on august 9th 2000 like it's fine like i'm not really gonna remember that day very clearly anyways yeah for sure so for your journey right i know you do fitness for like your career but i'm curious on um do you have like different motivators now because I know like you've been in your journey for so long that keeps you going like i know we talked about intrinsic motivators earlier but is there any other motivators that keeps you going beyond um, your career? Um, I would say for the other big thing, which is just knowing that like change and I, like we do plan to have kids in the future. Like that Mm -hmm. could be in the next year or two or the next five Mm -hmm. years, who knows? Uh, But for sure, you know, I feel like for me, it's also really important to maintain just a healthy lifestyle so that when we do have kids, we just, you know, be physically active with them as well, you know, because I feel like it's very important, you know, for as parents to be physically active with their kids and to teach them those habits. And like you teach them things without even teaching them kind of the thing. And, yeah. you know, to be able to teach them how to have a, be, be physically active and incorporate that seamlessly into their lifestyle so they don't have to 
work so hard at it. Like I feel like I had to, you know? Um, but yeah, so for, I know for both changing that, not just me, that's another big motivator for us is just to maintain our physical health. So when we have kids, we can just do all the things that we want to do with them too. Oh, I love that. That's similar to mine too. Like I yeah. think I just saw my, my mom and even my parents growing up, like they, they like worked a lot and they never really uh-huh. took care of their body. And so like, yeah. for me, when I look at like, me and my family going forward, I want to be able to be that like role model of, okay, like it is normal that we eat three meals a day and it is normal that we go for a walk and like making that, making it be like a part of their routine versus like, you know, them not being intentional with their food and leaving exercise to be like the last thing they think about. I think- it's interesting that we're both thinking about it from like a long-term impact for sure. It's like, you know, like when you care about yourself and your body, I've noticed that like you start thinking about how you can help other people do that. Even if it's like your future kids, you know, or like the people around you. I don't know if you felt this way, but it's like when people start seeing you just taking care of yourself, they're like, damn, what kind of like, what kind of stuff are you taking? Like you're, like yeah (laughs) Yeah. they're like you're just like out here with a different energy and so i think like when you pour back into yourself like people will see it and people will motivate you because the biggest thing that i hear a lot from clients and just people is well how do i get started if like the people around me like just don't even want to do it like I'm, Mm -hmm. i'm ready to to do my journey but like my husband's not or my friends are not and i'm the only one in my health journey and that could be a little bit lonely and so I think right. like it's going back to okay but everybody's on their own timeline did you ever felt like that with friends and family I know you and you and your husband started together but did you ever felt like you were the only one that was in your journey um not necessarily but I feel like within well first of all like you know I feel like I've always had just a very like a tight-knit group so I didn't mm-hmm. have like a lot of friends outside of my family and even within my family I was always just kind of doing my own thing anyway um and so I was just very independent so even if like I was always doing my own thing anyway so I feel yeah. like um just growing up for, into my from my late teens into my early 20s um I was just very okay with just doing whatever the fuck I wanted really yeah <laughs> so, yeah so even if people, you know, like I didn't have support from other people, well, I think really going, digging even deeper, I feel like from a very young age, I learned to not rely on people, not to, mm-hmm. and I, and whatnot. And so I just don't think that accepting support from other people was something that I had to learn. So I think, um, and actually doing social media it has helped me with that. Um, but anyways, but yeah, so I feel like because I was just so independent, um, and very self-sufficient, I just didn't rely on other people to help, but but once I got older, I realized that that was actually like uh, a bad thing. And I had to learn to, you know, be able to accept help. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. Answer. No, no, that's good to bring up because I'm, I know that someone listening is resonating with that right now where it's like there will come a point in your journey where you could be very independent, but like there's going to be support needed through the journey when things get hard. Yep. For sure. it, it's important to surround yourself with people who will support you, right? I think like having the a uh, good support system is like the best thing you can have in in your journey. But I also think like it's important to find people who are on the same page as you with this yeah. goal. And so actually when I started out, I joined like a bunch of Facebook groups that um that was with weight loss related or like health related things. And that helped me 
to just see the their people posting when I was on Facebook or follow people on Instagram, right? That helped me like stay motivated because I was the first one out of all of my friends to really do this, but also like in my family too. And like at the time, my husband was really on and off. And so I had to like put myself out there and just create like my own support system. And that was like very new for me too. But just know that like there are ways to be supported i think the most important thing here is like don't ever wait for other people to start 100 yep yeah but yeah, this is it. such a good episode thanks but really quick i also want to add yeah. like i love it just take the initiative yourself early on to just find your own support system instead of just being like i don't have anyone so i'm just not going to do it because you know i feel like i still to this day i'm surprised with the with you know with the people and like just how like easily defeated they are Mm -hmm. and so the fact that you just took that initiative and took it upon yourself to go find your people not have them find you is just amazing oh thanks it was hard though it was not easy i think about it like back then it was like i I felt like naked like if you were to go outside naked and everybody (laughs) look at you like that's literally what it feels like when you're just like this goal is important to me. I'm thinking about my life five years from now and my body five years from now. And so like y'all can like not worry about your health right now, but I'm gonna worry about mine and I'm just gonna do something about it. And there will just come a point where like your habits are no longer supporting your body and your body's gonna be asking you to do stuff for it. And like, that's how you know like you're ready and like that's completely fine as well. I think like just being okay with being uncomfortable. And I think like, Sometimes we rather feel and go towards something that feels familiar, even though it's not right for us, than just yep. being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I just wanted to check in. Like, is there anything else that you would like to add for the people when they're starting their journey? Like, is there any like additional tips or like anything that you have in mind that you would like to offer to the peeps? Um, oh my goodness, Sam, you know, there's so much. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, But I would just say, um, it's as simple as taking it a day at a time. I know we kind of touched base on this earlier. It seems really overwhelming when you look at it. Your goal might seem so far away, but literally, if you just take it one meal at a time, if you take it one workout at a time, it doesn't even have to be a complicated workout. It can just be a walk around your neighborhood. Little things like that, they will add up every little step does add up and so again another quote where something along the lines of if you uh, take a small step every single day that's 365 steps a year and that's that's big progress i freaking love that i've never heard of that one you just see my pinterest boards girl (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah and so um but so you know think of it like that so every just you know every small thing does contribute to uh to your goals it doesn't matter how small it is it might you might think like oh like a 10 minute workout a bodyweight workout at home you know if I skip it today that's fine but you know like but he's still like doing it you know it really does all those small steps really helps get you closer to your goals um and so even for me when I'm working with like my clients I'm like I never expect perfection so if for the first four weeks all you can do is hit a workout a week that's amazing and I love that for you you know 
And that's progress. Yeah. And so don't underestimate the small things. Don't feel so overwhelmed. Literally take it one workout at a time, one meal at a time. And before you know it, you'll be a little fitness expert yourself and things will just come naturally to you and feel like second nature for you. Um, so don't overcomplicate things. You know, uh, like Sam said, uh, focus on the basics. And, you know, before you know it, you'll be making so much gains and so much progress. And uh, but yeah, and you'll look back and just be so proud of yourself for taking each one of those super small steps. Oh, I love it. It's like, go on your own timeline, y'all. Yeah. You are on your own timeline. Stop looking at other people. I don't care if little Susie over there lost 20 pounds in two weeks, okay? Exactly. <laughs> like, stay on I your own timeline. Not to be a hater. No shade, but... <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, so how can the people find you? What are... um? Where can they find you platform-wise? And I know you have one-on-one coaching, too. You can talk about that. Um, so platform is Instagram, um, just at Naomi.com. Um, and I just want to, uh, clarify it when I said she probably won't keep it off just in a way where it's like a fast weight loss. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's just not that. People yeah. know. I, I always talk okay. shit about that on the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> if you lose 20 pounds, yeah. not that I don't want her to keep it off, but you know, yeah. but, but yeah. And so Instagram, just Naomi.com, YouTube, Naomi Kong, um, Facebook is Naomi Kong fitness. Um, I have TikTok. It's just Omi.com, but I'm not really too active there. I don't know. I'm like the worst content creator ever or the worst millennial Gen XYZ. I don't know where I fall in <laughs> there, but I just started TikTok, I think this year. But and so I'm not really active on it. But if you want to, my content's on there as well. But um, I mean, as far as one-on-one coaching, honestly, me and Sam, we have very similar approaches. Um, and so if you love Sam and you know her approach, go ahead and work with her. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's well, my Naomi girl. has her coaching before, program too. Go look at her. Start, actually, before I started taking clients, I always referred people to you. Oh my gosh. Thanks. Yes. I did not know that. See, I've, we're like referring people out here. I we know. Tell each other. This is what woman department looks like. This is real support. Yeah. <laughs> I really love it. But I like appreciate you so much. Like, it's just so amazing to see us like see each other from the beginning of our platforms and then like you know forming this friendship and then we also do like coffee chats here and there too in person and so it's just I'm so happy that you were able to be on the podcast today and just share your journey because I know you've been in it for a really long time and I know you have amazing like insights and value for the people who are getting ready to get started because you're here to simplify fitness for people and you have stuff on YouTube but I always always love highlighting people's story and I think your story is really important because I think like someone is going to listen to this and they're going to be like I'm going to go take action now I got this <laughs> yeah thank you so much Nola. it was such a pleasure to be here and I feel like you know um there's not a lot of people who like understand con- what it is to be a content creator and just be on social media and so I'm very thankful for you too and just having me on here and just you know you're someone I feel like who um always understands where I'm coming from as a content creator and understands the struggles and you know always holds space without judgment so thank you for being you as well and all the work that you do especially being a Hmong fitness content creator and then on top of that um I don't know just an overall amazing human being oh, I feel thanks. like you follow Sam on social media she's honestly like 10 times nicer and you know and more amazing in person too so yeah thank you so much for allowing me to be on here just chatting with you i love it well thanks y'all we'll subscribe to the podcast and we will talk to y'all next week bye 
Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.